Alright, hello, hello, hello. It's been forever. Hi. Hi again. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember like, well, how long was it when I met you? Like maybe two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm gonna start this podcast. You know, zero episodes. You came on, I think, like episode three or four, and now it's gone to sixty plus in the it's studio. Amazing. It's amazing. How do? You, first of all, how do you find it at the studio? It's great. Yeah. It's, it's nice and cozy. Uh, it's colorful. It has those drums that you might uh, present to me. I hope so. I don't actually play an instrument, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. I, and I like the location because I can walk from, yeah. from my place. Yeah. It's close to the ocean. Love it. Oh my God, yes. Like, especially around here, there's lots of food trucks, so you can mm -hmm. try everything out. Yeah, I saw this area changed hugely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you liked it, and I'm glad to know it's not obviously um, not too much of a, out of the way for you. So that's good. Yeah. Anyways, how are you doing, though? I'm doing amazing. Yeah. Enjoying yeah. the summer, enjoying Vancouver, mm -hmm. enjoying the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I love, I'll see, that's what I love to hear. Just, you're enjoying the ocean. That's good. I mean, what about the ocean is calming, though? Because, you know, I hear like a lot of my friends listen to like kind of the ocean sounds when they sleep. Yeah. Or, yeah, like what's, what, 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 do you know what it is about the ocean that like? It's healing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an open space. You know, it's not cluttered. You know, when we when we go into the town, mm. it, it has a different uh, um, attraction, different yeah. interest. You know, you have coffee shops, you have people. There's lots of busyness, and and it's amazing. And then when you go uh, um, at the ocean around Stanley Park, there's nothing. You know, the space is completely open. So just looking at the open space is calming your mind. Interesting, yeah, because I always wonder why real estate by the ocean is so much more expensive, or like why sitting out at the beach is so much more calming. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is, yeah. Nature has a way of making stuff beautiful. Yeah, nature, one thing, but ocean especially. And, you know, um, ocean uh, is usually something that you associate with vacation time. Yeah. You know, with, with relaxation. Not many people are lucky to be living at the ocean. Yeah, oh my god. Like I'm just thinking people who like live in like the middle of the country, like say live in Edmonton or something, where there's like I don't know, maybe there isn't like a big body of water around. No, there isn't. And I lived uh in the middle of Poland, uh, because this is where I come from. Yeah. From communist Poland, in a very industrial city with lots of chimneys everywhere, grey and ugly. <laughs> And once per year, I had a chance to go to the Baltic Sea for vacation. Oh, yeah? And I loved it. Yeah. And I think that kind of planted a seed within me that, you know, I have to leave and I have to find a place at the ocean. And now I live two minutes walk from yeah. the ocean. Yes, because last time we met, I mean, like, you had everything. You had, a, you had everything. You got a place by the ocean. You got it paid down. You had a good career. And yeah. now describe who you are right now, though. So now there is a change in my career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From CPA accountant, mm -hmm. a corporate job, very um, you know uh, high paced, uh, to hypnotherapist. So uh, right now I work online through Zoom, and I'm helping people um, gain control over their mind. Interesting. So explain that like, gain control over their minds. So what about so like what are we just like not aware or? Do not have full control over our minds. Like, what do you? But what do you mean by that? Well, anxiety, for example. Okay. You don't have. You don't have. You don't feel you have control over it. You feel that this is something that uh, overcome, overcomes you. Depression, phobia, you know, procrastination, um, all those mental states 
that you struggle with uh, self-doubt uh, you know uh, lack of uh, self-worth uh, lack of confidence you know those are mental states that are bothersome that are basically obstructing you from getting in life where you want to get and they are just a made up stories in your mind they're, they're empty air interesting so explain that so is it just like maybe stuff from the past that kind of gets in our way or what about that well stuff from the past so where is it if you were to locate that stuff from the past in your own brain, where is it? Can you show me the location? Yeah, I can give you an example of recently what's going on. So as you know, I'm like, I'm limping. Because yes. <laughs> I fell on my... I tried, to, I tried to ride like a really big like motorcycle then just fell on my knee. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just second-guessing if I ever want to ride it yeah. again, to be honest. In this moment. Yeah, yeah. second-guessing in yeah. this moment. Yeah, right? exactly. I'm like, because what if I was on the road and what if I like, like mess up and fuck up and just yeah. kind of yeah. splatter all over the road, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so something happens. Yeah. And then you react to it. Yeah. Right? And in your mind when you if you were to if we were to look into your mind. Yeah. And and just look at this as a model, you know, left hand side and right hand side. Obviously it's a metaphor. It, there's no like a wall in between. Of course, yeah. Uh, then uh, in the left left hand side would be responsible for language, for logic, you know? And uh, the right hand side would be responsible for emotions and imagination. So every time um, there is a conflict between logic and emotion, mm -hmm. emotion always wins. Okay. And I can show it to you. Sure. In a little exercise. All right, let's do it. Okay, put your hand out like this. Close your eyes. And imagine now, with that powerful imagination of yours, that I'm placing a big, fat, juicy lemon in that hand. Ooh. Big, fat, juicy lemon. Just feel the heaviness of that lemon. That's right. Your hand is coming lower. You feel the heaviness of that lemon, right? Mm -hmm. And now in a moment, I'm going to ask you to put that hand under your nose. So go ahead and take a big whiff of the scent of that lemon. And feel the scent of the lemon hitting the back of your nose. That's right. And spreading inside of your nose and now I'd like you to bite into that lemon take a big bite into that lemon and feel the juices spreading inside of your mouth and flooding down your throat that's right you, you already I can hear you salivating okay open your eyes yeah where's the lemon it's in my mouth oh so you need a psychiatrist not a hypnotist oh <laughs> where is that lemon I bit into it, so it's in my mouth. You right? bit into yeah. it? Isn't it interesting? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> did you feel the heaviness of the lemon? I did, yeah. Did you smell the lemon? I did. Did you taste the lemon? I did. And even afterwards, you said there is a lemon in your, in your mouth. I felt, yeah, I felt a bit of that lemon in my mouth. So, see, all the anxieties, all the depressions, insecurities mm -hmm. are big, fat, juicy lemons. Okay. They exist as much as that lemon in your hand. Mm. And you're going to insist that they exist. Because even after you opened your eyes and you said it's in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so this is how it works. The emotion mm -hmm. rules over everything. Okay. It rules over kingdoms. Kings abdicate because of emotion. So... Um, you know, if you don't have uh, understanding about how your emotion works, which I, as a hypnotherapist working with you, uh, help you gain that understanding and control over your emotions, then you'll be 
torn by your emotions mm -hmm. and you'll be going into the direction that those emotions are uh, thrusting you into okay. and the emotions you know where they come from they come from limbic system okay right? so precognition something happens you know uh, the emotion arises and then the mind responds to that emotion okay right? and the duration of the emotion is 90 seconds it's a vibration inside. If you can imagine, vibration inside. Okay. Okay. So, uh, for example, you know, uh, you 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 walk on on the street. You want to cross the street. There is a car. You 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 pull back. Yeah. You know. So there's a fear first. There is there is a, a um, behavior later. Yeah. And uh, so this is how it works. And this is over. Okay. And then you can go about your your life, and it's it's all forgotten. But some people get really good in putting that emotion, that original emotion, or it might be fear, and put it on a rumination and start ruminating and thinking about it and catastrophizing. This is how people develop anxiety. You know, anxiety is a very, uh, uh, fear is a very healthy emotion. It's, it's here to protect us, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, your brain before thinking about all those beautiful plans, your career, you know, uh, falling in love, whatever it is. Before all that, its goal, number one goal, is protect your life. There's nothing more important than that. Nothing more important than that. So um, your life, if I ask you what's the likelihood of you being alive, how would you guess one, two, how many your likelihood to you being alive? I would just probably assume that I would be alive the next day. I don't really think about the number, <laughs> to, to, to be honest, right? So being yeah. on, the, on this planet, Yeah. what is the likelihood that you even exist? I don't even know. Well, I don't, so yeah. I ask you to guess. Maybe like one in, zero, one in, a, million, one in a billion. Yeah, one in 400 trillion. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is how, yeah. This, is, this is, you know, all the past generations your ancestors getting together and surviving uh, war and famine and yeah. wild beast and uh, disease. The likelihood that they survived, procreated, then they went on and on and on, and here you are. So your life is so incredibly precious that your brain, the number one goal of your brain is to keep you alive. And it will do everything to keep you alive. And that's like a biological thing, it's right? Biological yeah, yeah. Thing. It's just, it's just, you know, and it has to, because what's more important to you than being alive, right? Yeah. This goes before uh, anything else. So, um, for that, it has this protective mechanism. We call it am amygdala, mm -hmm. that is constantly firing, and it has only question: mm -hmm. Am I safe? Yeah. Am I safe? Am I? I, I actually... Yes, yes. See, this, this is a model of amygdala. Oh my God. Actually, it's so small as, as an almond. Okay, so where is that located in your it's, body? It's, it's deep inside okay. your brain. Okay, okay. So this is kind of like a model. Oh, okay. So when you, you have about 60,000, 80,000 uh, thoughts per day. Yeah. Tens of thousands, right? Okay, yeah. And 80% of those thoughts are negative mm -hmm. because of that guy. It always goes first. Yeah. It's your security guard and it's asking, am I safe? Am I safe? Mm -hmm. Am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? Yeah. Am I safe? And it reacts with fight, flight, freeze, fight, flight, freeze, fight, flight, freeze, fight, flight, freeze. 
So it's just a model, right? That's so, so cool to look at. Yeah, <laughs> it's mesmerizing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fight, flight, free. So imagine 80,000 times per day. That's all it does. So what, what we have right now, we have how many, 200 million people diagnosed with COVID? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And less than 2% that. that. Mm -hmm. You know, the amygdala is not interested in 98% that survived. Completely not interested. It's interested in those that perished. So every day you, you're being aggravated. Every day those messages come in, constantly come in, come in. So amygdala can't relax. Okay. So it's constantly in the state of agitation. Now, is that just maybe do do you think it, it maybe it's worse off because of the news and exactly you know uh, okay. it's, it's it's constant bombardment. So on one hand you have those that uh, are telling you to uh, get a vaccination. On the other hand, you have you know conspiracy stories that is the government that wants to control you. The danger is from everywhere, mm -hmm. left and right, back and front. Yeah. You are constantly under the so this is one type. So we have pandemic, mm -hmm. but normally, you know, you open the Instagram and you look at all those beautiful <laughs> people, right? Yeah. They all so much more beautiful than you, yeah. <laughs> and they're so much thinner. Yeah, and they're so much richer, and more than anything, they are so much happier. Yeah, obviously, right? Oh yeah. Look at the pictures. <laughs> So what happens, you know, yeah. that's the first function of our brain is to uh, protect our life. And second function of our brain is to create more life. Procreate, right? Yeah. Procreate. So what chance do you have to find a suitable partner to procreate if you're uglier, if you're poorer, and if you're miserable? Yeah, it's very good. It's gonna be very low because like uh, women here obviously don't they don't want to like marry a poor guy, right? Exactly. Poor ugly dude. Yeah. Exactly. So you know you 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 constantly have those messages that are negative, and you know and 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 the brain is just developing that habit, right? And it's running, and it, this is just irrational fears because we know that people who uh, are who have a good boundaries and are short. And, and maybe poor and fat, they still manage uh, to find happiness in life. So it's all your mental habit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you develop that mental habit, then uh, how can you find a way out? You think that with your conscious mind, you're going to find a solution? This is all in your unconscious mind. Okay. You probably our conscious mind will maybe 2%, 5% of the whole mind. So this is, you know, you're looking at my face, you're listening to my voice, you, you're listening to the noises inside or outside, feeling your body sitting on the chair, that's conscious mind. But 98%, every, all your memories, all your emotions that you're feeling inside that I don't know what they are, your, your, all of this, your, your values, everything that happened in the past, it's in your unconscious mind. So if the problem is in your unconscious mind, Let's say something happened when, when you were five. Uh, I'll give you an example how I developed my uh, water phobia. You know, I, I, I had no idea until I, I, I became my interest in hypnotherapy. When I was seven, I went to the seaside with my family and my uncle was there. And you know, they had fun, they had a little bit to drink. 
and we were in the sea, you know, playing around, and he thought it was funny, and he put my ha head underwater. Mm -hmm. Just for a split second, my amygdala took a snapshot yeah. of that and considered it, it's a mortal danger. We have to remember and automated it, right? So consciously, I didn't have to think about that danger. It was part of my unconscious mind together with uh, my speech, uh, walking, you know, uh, driving. This is all in your, this, you do it automatically. So this is how phobia begins. You know, there's, there's, there's an event in the, in the past. You might have forgotten totally what it was, but I can't go on, 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 on the ocean. I can't go on the boat. And it's not conscious, I don't know why, but my body is reacting violently. I, I feel nauseous, you know? If I try and go and force myself against my body, then I, I will be so sick. So, you know, see, so mind has coded it. Yeah. The body is reacting. And even though you might be consciously thinking, this is irrational, I want to have fun. I want to go, you know, this Vancouver is surrounded by, by the ocean. I, yeah. want to have, I want to go to the islands. Mm -hmm. No, the body, your mind is so strong. And it's the same with... Uh, social anxiety, social phobia. This is the same with public speaking uh, phobia, different types of phobias. Pepe, people have phobia of belly buttons, for example. There's such a weird things that it's just that snapshot in the past. And, you know, and this, that, that's how powerful is your mind. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of relates back to what happened to me <laughs> yesterday when I fell off the bike and almost crushed my kneecaps. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now I'm just, like, I'm really honestly second guessing. I'm like, should I even, do I even want to do this anymore? You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it was painful. Yeah. And your body considered this as a threat. Yeah. So, you know, right now you, you'll have that doubt in your mind. Yeah. You can see, I was like, before setting this up, I was limping around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even though this might have been just, just one type, one time event. Yeah. It might never occur but right now in your mind is, is already planted, yeah. implanted, and your mind will remember. You know, it is like if I ask you what did you have for dinner on uh, January 31st, uh, 2010, would you remember? No way. Yeah, but if you were sitting in the restaurant on the patio and the car swerved from the road and, you know, found itself in the middle of the restaurant yeah. and everybody jumped, you would have remembered. Oh yeah, That's absolutely. The emotion. This is the power of the emotion. It's the emotion that makes you uh, remember. It is that, that one time when you were standing in the middle of the classroom and, well, I don't know if they do it right now, but during communist times, they would be, it would be like a public humiliation. You stood in the middle of the classroom, you forgot to do homework, and then you were called idiot, and everybody was laughing. And you know, this was reoccurring, reoccurring, right? So the body, the, the mind has uh, coded it as this is a threat to you. Everybody's laughing, they are, they are excluding you from the group, they're ridiculing you. And mm -hmm. in the past, being excluded from the tribe meant no food, yeah. meant starvation. So here you go with a social phobia. 
So, I mean, like, so what's different now from then, like, like the communist Poland you came to, though? Like, is it just maybe that we don't do as much humiliation or like, like what's... Well, there's there's completely different set of perils. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just a different set. It's, it's, it's this constant push to look beautiful. You know, you know what's happening, you know, lips have to be like this. Yeah, yeah. Breast has to be a certain size. Buttocks have to be a certain size. And it's it's just a different type of stress. Yes, there is no no longer stress of the post-war generation or, or uh, uh, for us living in a communism where we had to stand in line just to buy bread, you know, just to buy essentials. We had to stand in line for hours. So that was different type of stress. It's just modern generation. Uh, yeah, we live in a peaceful times where we are in Canada and we have all the opportunities, but to pr the pressure to be a certain way is immense. So maybe, so, because we have it really good here. Like, <laughs> like, like, honestly, it's hard to find anything that's wrong with the way like we're living right now. But like, um, do you think that it contributes to some sort of like pressure or something to, I don't know, maybe some sort of like, anxiety or depression like well, when you have it so good if you well if you constantly look at other people mm -hmm. and perceive them as having a better life than you even though this might be a, a totally inaccurate because you know this is all a sh for show yeah then you know it, it develops in you that feeling of um, low self-worth Mm -hmm. You know, like you're not good enough, right? Why, why do they have this but not you? Mm -hmm. Look at, you know, they, they, they always post those pictures in a, in a beautiful locations and you have the daily grind. You have yeah. to wake up every morning and go to the job that you hate. Yeah. And maybe you have a husband or a wife that you <laughs> hate or whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, you compare yourself and uh, obviously then you conclude certain things. You make them up. And they might be completely inaccurate. And it might be, you know, about your identity. I don't have it because of who I am. Because I am not sufficient, right? Can you explain that? Well, you know, we always compare ourselves, unfortunately. Because we were always compared from day one. Like, if I ask you to imagine yourself on day one, what was the, your date of birth, month, and day? Oh, uh, yeah, March 28, 95. Okay, March 28. 95. So uh, you arrive, it's Vancouver, mm -hmm. you know, it's a nice spring, the cherry trees are blooming, and here is Joseph, yeah. right? Joseph is coming first day. You look at Joseph, so imagine you look at Joseph, this little boy, he's coming, and you look at him, and on a scale of 0 to 10, how worthy is Joseph? I'd say 10, because... Yeah, yeah. And, and how... Complete and whole is Joseph. Oh, uh, 10, absolutely. And how lovable is yeah, Joseph? 10. Well, so day one. So yeah. It, it's already guaranteed. Yeah. By your, it's your birthright, right? So mm -hmm. what happens after? The world corrupts you. The world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, 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 you don't do this correctly. You don't do this correctly. You laugh too loud. You, you, you are too shy or you are, you know, too wild. Whatever you do. And I'm an introvert. And I am proud introvert, proud introvert. But because I, w I was in born introvert, you know, we, we have those. This is like a personality trait. We are born with it. Introvert simply means that you get your energy recharged in a quiet place by yourself. An extrovert, you get re uh, recharged, you know, when you are with people. Oh, yeah. 
but uh, so you know imagine I'm four years old and I'm playing quietly in the corner being really content mm -hmm. and then my parents really want me to get some social skills because they look at me I'm not very into going outside and they push me they push me against my own nature and when I rebel because I find those cousins annoying and loud and you know disrupting with whatever I'm doing then they put a label shy you know uh, antisocial whatever the, the label is and none of this is true but if I hear to this over and over again then I'm being hypnotized so when the person comes to see me they are already in a state of hypnosis so we're basically been hypnotized from from day one and then first it was your parents then your teachers society religion and then you become your master hypnotist oh yes because you <laughs> wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you i have to go to my job Ugh. you know or you look in the mirror and you say yeah looking great we're going to have an amazing time how many people start a day like this not many not many yeah so you you know and what is hypnosis that brings us to what yeah. is hypnosis hypnosis is an art and science of suggestion okay okay i suggested to you that you have a lemon mm -hmm. and you have accepted it no no questions asked right yeah if i suggest to you through advertisement, culture, whatever, that in order for you to be a man of value, you have to be married, have 2.4 children, have a nice, uh, you know, salary, have a big house. If I suggest it to you, I de facto uh, uh, hypnotize you, right? And you start believing in it, just like you believed in the lemon. Yeah. And then if you don't have it, then you're miserable. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm feeling right now, <laughs> to be honest. I'm like, I don't have the money yet. But this is, yeah. but you know, this is just your trance. Mm -hmm. This is just your trance. Oh, let's let's go on a tr plane and travel to Afghanistan and you see how yeah. good you are. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, man. Like, we, we have it so good compared to, like, so many parts of the world. That, but you, you know yeah. it consciously. You yeah. Really say, yeah, I have it so good. But underneath, you don't believe it. Oh, wow. That's why, why would you be miserable every day? True, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So in a, in a hypnosis, we have to slow down the brain waves from beta, which is awake brain waves. And this is also an anxiety, nervousness. Uh, to go down to alpha, this yeah. is lower. Okay. This is where relaxation flow begins. To theta, which is even slower. This is where hypnosis and insight begins and you can actually uh, learn how to do self-hypnosis so you can go down with your brain because the, the stress and anxiety only exists in, in at those brain waves but if you know how to go down mm -hmm. and, and, and practice self-hypnosis five minutes per day that's all it takes you don't have to sit on the cushion for half an hour you can just do it you know here and there interesting yeah, and you can create your own suggestion. Interesting, I didn't know that. Yeah, hmm. you can self, you can you can change that trance that you are in right now, and create a different trance. Mm hmm. Interesting. So, like, how much does that change your life then? Then, if you were to do that, does it just is it just like completely like completely like night and day? Ev everything in your life is a result of your emotion. Mm hmm. If you feel positive about yourself, 
if you feel confident and if you feel you know yeah things maybe don't work out one day but they will work out in the future it goes up and down if this is your belief and you and you feel good about yourself you're going to open yourself to um, new opportunities but if you have a different belief if you start with the emotion you feel disempowered you feel weak you call yourself names i mean most of us including me for many years decades I called myself names like if you if you called those names that I was calling myself other people that would be considered bullying mm -hmm. but we do it to ourselves all, all the time yeah unconsciously mm -hmm. all of this is done unconsciously so when you come up with affirmations which some people attempt to do and they just repeat something in a in a conscious level they read oh yeah i'm i'm a wonderful person i'm so beautiful but that deep down they they think no you're not yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're ugly fat whatever uh then it it won't change anything right yeah you have to go deeper mm -hmm. holy fuck <laughs> <laughs> where those pro where those programs were uh, located yeah right mm -hmm. so we have to be really careful how we communicate with people because we can destroy them with a word, with a suggestion. You know, it, it, some people, a, a teacher in the seventh grade told them that they good for, they're good for nothing in, in, in English, let's say. You will, you will never be a writer. And how many, how many people that made, became successful heard something like this and they, don't, they said no. But most of us, because this is a person of authority, a parent, a teacher, so they know we don't because you know we they they've been alive and they 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 learned and they practice and we believe them we believe them and then we carry it throughout our entire life mm -hmm. Damn. you know like i'll give you an example I, because i uh, grew up in a communist country which sucked but um women and men were pretty equal you know women drove trucks women were surgeons they, there was no um, discrepancy between uh, genders not that much uh, at least uh, to my <laughs> understanding so i never learned about the glass ceiling oh <laughs> oh See? i never learned so when i came to canada the first uh, stopover was a skid row in toronto an empty room and I didn't have anything, I didn't know anything, but you know, I knew I can do something uh, of, about, you know, my life. So step by step, and then I did my CPA designation and they, then I got that uh, nice uh, uh, corporate, you know, financial management job, good money. And I was basically top, man top management, right? Yeah. With my accent <laughs> and with me being nobody, but only because I didn't know that there is a glass ceiling. Had I known that there is a glass ceiling, you know, the worst thing to tell to someone is you, you're lesser because of gender, skin color, re religion, nationality. Do you think that's kind of like slowly being ingrained into us it now? It is. Yeah. And then people themselves perpetuate it. Yeah, I don't like that. They perpetuate that's gross. it. And they, yeah. they, then they express because of we are you know, certain gender or a certain, you know, color, we are um, um, underprivileged. Mm -hmm. And yes, they are. Yes, on one hand, we, we have to admit that they are. But on the other hand, you know, you look at people who 
just shattered. Yeah, that it's glass ceiling. Like, yeah, Barack Obama comes to mind. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, many people that just just did not believe it. But you know, if if you have it wired mm-hmm. in your brain, that it's running on automatic. Yeah, that's weird because I never actually had like even starting this podcast, I didn't really have like that idea of a glass ceiling. You know, to be honest, I just kind of well, did it. It's mostly yeah. for for women. It's being why, said. Why? Well, why? Women, well, because that was the case in the past. Yeah. But it's not it's not the case yeah. right now yeah. that much. I mean, there's still differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, you know, if if I wanted to be a CFO of a mining company, I mm-hmm. could have become. It was just it was just my choice. So, but the but I'm assuming probably someone from like all those past traumas would probably implant that on to like say the women that you know have that they create that glass ceiling themselves, right? Right. Essentially. Yeah, but is that you know, this is this is all inside of our brain, mm-hmm. and we are being taught from early on that uh, our feelings, our emotions, are because of someone else. Yeah. So, you make me angry. Mm-hmm. You make me feel wonderful. Oh, okay. Thank right? you. <laughs> you make me feel frustrated. Oh. <laughs> How is it possible? Is there a hole in my skull? No. But we, we say this all the time. Mm-hmm. Vacations make us uh, happy. Race makes us... It's all those other external things because this is what we were taught to believe in and we believe in it. So basically we've been sold a lie, right? Oh, totally. We yeah. live a lie every day. We live a lie every single day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thousands of years ago, our ancestors, when they wrote uh, Upanishads of, or Bhagavad Gita, ancient scriptures, mm-hmm. they said, we, it's all a maya. Mm-hmm. All we see is an illusion, everything. Mm-hmm. And including us. Because we, we have this, you know, if I said... Uh, ask you who you are, then you would give me some explanation. Yeah. Well, just give, just tell me who. Sure. Are you? I am Joe. I am. I'm born here. Uh huh. Five foot six. Yeah. Yeah. I love talking to people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if uh, if I said uh, okay, you are Paul. Would you would 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 it change anything about you? Besides my birth certificate, no. <laughs> yeah, right, this is a bunch of labels. Mm-hmm. You made the decision you like to talk with people. Yeah, I made I made the decision I like to talk with you, even though I was uh, I had a, such a social phobia and glossophobia, which is public speaking uh, anxiety, that uh, I couldn't even ask a person uh, for directions on the ro- on on the street. Yeah, if I was lost. Oh, it was impossible to mm-hmm. me. I made a decision that I'm shy based on what I heard from others and now I'm I'm I made a different decision. Yeah, you weren't shy when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my decision but yeah. you know this is not uh, what we think. We think that this is the way we are. Mhm. This is the way we are. This is the way we are. You know, the uh, I was born shy. And it says who? Mm. It says who? Me or it says yeah. you, right? Yeah. Mhm says from someone else which obviously from those past experiences make up the label of you're right. shy right or yeah. I'm and fat we, and right we carry it mm-hmm. we carry it like a cross mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we do <laughs> and we don't know what to do with it mm. we, we, we don't know how to change it because we can't 
think it away. Mm-hmm. It comes, it, it, it is within us on, on, on a deeper level. We can't access it through just pondering about it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You can't just, but you can change it though, right? You can change it. You life. can change it with, with lots of grit, with lots of pushing, you know, with lots of striving. And, you know, um, people, people say I have a low self-discipline mm-hmm. or whatever. Or I'm procrastinating. Yeah. And then you have all those courses how to stop procrastinating. Yeah. So about those. So like, are they yeah, real guru? It. Yeah. So are what they? are you procrastinating? Uh, Let, okay. Let's say because um, I had this big like whole thing in school, right, where right. I just kept procrastinating. But obviously I'm out of it now, so I don't okay, really. Okay. So uh, how how interested you are in that? In procrastination? No, in that what what was in school. Oh, nothing. I hated it. Yeah. I just did it so for the is, degree. Is it, is it, isn't the procrastination just completely natural thing? Yeah, but like... If, if it's boring, mm-hmm. right? Like like a chore, like cleaning, you know, or, or studying something that is so boring. We procrastinate because our, our system is, is, is created to, to look for avoid pain and, and, you know, danger and seek out pleasure all the time that's why people have such a problem with uh with overeating yeah you know because we always seek out pleasure and doing nothing is more pleasurable than learning something that's boring but then when the advice versus that saying that if you were to look at everything that's pleasurable that won't really get us to where we want to go for example let's say that we don't like i hate running i try to procrastinate running as much as possible but i know i have to do it because it's good for my body yes that's cool says uh, basically every single like health expert out there like mm-hmm. exercise is good but I actually hate to do running yeah but there are people who are who, who are not running they they, they are dancing mm-hmm. they love to dance oh so just find like an alternative yeah, right? if, you, no, if, if you if mm-hmm. you find something that you love I mean do you procrastinate on post podcast no I do not <laughs> right so, yeah. so this this whole we have to question everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the, everybody is telling you to fight procrastination. So you go and you fight and you force force yourself. Yeah. And you can do it. And this is what, what people are doing. And they're they, they pushing through, through life because safe job, mm-hmm. safe paycheck. Right? Yeah. You know? And, and they, this is how they spend their entire life. Uh, but, you know, you might inquire, okay, I'm procrastinating. Why? You know, why am I procrastinating? Mm-hmm. And so it, it goes it goes deep into y- your core values and eliciting it. What it is for me, not for others, not for everybody else. What it is for me mm-hmm. that makes my heart beat faster. Mm-hmm. And maybe everybody else is, is, is disagreeing with it. But like for me, I'm a vegan activist. I'm a freak. <laughs> I'm two percent of the society. No, you're not a freak. Well, man. that's what people yeah. say. I'm really? not an activist because you know I, 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 I basically promote cruelty-free, uh, vegan lifestyle, spirituality, not not a diet. That's weird because like I don't find that freaky at all. You're not. Yeah. Uh, you're talking with so many people, so maybe you, <laughs> you're more open-minded. Yeah. But uh, because we are annoying. We are very annoying vegans, you know, because we 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 confront people with the fact that they, including me before, mm-hmm. were paying for abuse yeah. of the worst possible kind. 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of videos, and they're not very like you know glamorous videos. And? Of like animals getting killed, and it's just yeah, it's. it's what what what's the reaction? Okay, you're you're showing me this. this it's gross. Well, is it gross? Yeah, I don't want to see it, right? So you don't want to see it. Mm -hmm. But you're okay with doing it. Yeah, see, it makes me a hypocrite, though. Yeah. 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 So you admit, and if now if I bring up this topic, I'm I'm, I'm all of a sudden not becoming your favorite person. No, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not. Because we know each other. And, you know, we're friends. But if you didn't know me, and I would. I would start inquiring into this very touchy subject, then you'd say, you know, you you would not like me, right? Oh no, I'm aware I'm a hypocrite. Like like like. And like, and and yeah. the whole uh, totality of you as a Joseph, yeah. Joseph the hypocrite. How does it sound to you to be one? I've learned to accept it. Because? Because, like, it's weird. I don't know why I do half the things I do, to be honest, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I believe in one, like, kind of set of values, but then, I, like, the next day I'll probably do something totally different that will contradict some of those yeah. values, right? Yeah, so I wonder how is this going to um, uh, then lead you to making uh, decisions that are in congruence with with your core values mm -hmm. and you're changing them constantly. Yeah, I need to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, you know, if you are really grounded mm -hmm. in who you are and if you know what kind of legacy you want to leave on this planet uh, you have a purpose in life and having purpose in life it gives you that feeling of uh, completeness so i want to go back to what you brought up though which is the activism part of it because yeah. i feel like in the next maybe 50 or 60 years i think that attitude will change where i think though people look back on us six years ago and be like why were why were why were why was everyone so against this movement i don't know see my theory yeah. personal theory yeah. and you're bringing me to my favorite subject so i'm just going to hijack it and go ahead and you lose all the all your audience no, i love it <laughs> I, I love it okay go ahead my theory is that we are all born vegans mm -hmm. because we all love animals mm -hmm. if you see a, 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 a little boy or a girl with an animal you see their faces being angelic. Yeah. They're full of love, you know. When they see an animal, it's just like, ah! You know, it's this reaction. Yeah. So imagine you you, 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 you have a toddler uh, sitting there and you put a bunny and an apple. Mm -hmm. And the toddler takes the bunny and puts in his mouth and bites off the bunny's head. Yeah. Would you be just saying, oh, yeah, yes, you're, you're, you're such a wonderful omnivore. You know, uh, or would you send that child to a psychiatrist? Probably send to a psychiatrist. See, so we don't question that. We don't question it. So we were born with n n compassion in our heart because compassion, love, kindness it just feels good, right? It feels it feels good. So and then we were being fed. So we might be watching Chicken Little. <laughs> on the screen and we're we're being fed that yeah. chicken but right now it's covered up because it's not called chicken anymore mm -hmm. like, uh, like in, a, in this case actually it is but uh, like pork or yeah. beef it's, there's this uh, terminology that it's uh, you know covering up mm -hmm. the, the whole lie and the, the, the question is why don't we take our children to slaughterhouses we take them to the fields, orchards, forests, uh, you know, so they can they can you know get an apple of of the tree or whatever, and never once to the slaughterhouse. We have to uh, uh, create a lie to cover it, 
And actually, uh, in European Union, they spent 250 million euros in the last five years to promote meat and dairy. They mm. have to promote it. Because, you know, there's so, so much information coming up with meat being cancerogenic. With uh, on July 26th, uh, Oxford University uh, reported a new study um, on 1.4 million participants that even 50 gram of meat, 50 gram, which is a, um, a one meatball and a half, this is tiny, who eats that, increases your risk of cardiovascular disease by 18%. Mm. And cardiovascular disease is heart, is erectile dysfunction, because, you know, uh, the veins in the penis, uh, penis are, yeah. are very uh, fine. Okay. And you have 40 million American men who suffer from erectile dysfunction. Mm. Who is, who is talking about it? You have the industry that needs to sell you a product. Yeah. Well, it's capitalism, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I so, mean, you know, if you if you start searching and if you go to medical journals and you if you uh, look at the science, you know, it, it took 7000 uh, scientific uh, studies to finally put a, a, um, um, a warning on the cigarette packs. 7,000 studies. Well, before, physicians advertised mm -hmm. uh, smoking, you know, actors advertised smoking. You know, progress takes time. Isn't the same thing as everything where big companies are just kind of pay like actors or oh, yeah, kind yeah. of, you know, the scientists yeah. to yeah. basically release like false studies? Like, I think the, there was a thing where even, I think they were paid scientists to promote cereal, which is basically sugar, yeah. like in the morning, right? See, it, it, we are being confused. There's there's so many diets. Yeah. We are being confused. There's the keto, there is the Mediterranean, there is vegan, vegetarian, you know, there is raw, there is cooked. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. So what's better way is to go within, and this is what we do with, uh, with hypnosis, to go within and ask yourself. You know, you have those centers of intelligence, which is your mind, which is your conscience, which is your instinct and it's your insight, which is connection with, with you know, greater realm that you are. And, uh, you know, even if you ask your instinct, and if I come here with my dog, a mm -hmm. French bulldog, and he's here and I ask you, okay, now bite into him. Are you hungry? Have a bite. Even if you wanted to prove it to me, your instinct would say no. It's so repulsed by that. Is so repulsed. But do you think maybe we just like cause let's let's say that you work in the slaughterhouse. So like, do you yeah. just kind of become like dehumanized? At yes, mm -hmm. very much so. And but you know, the, those are not uh, those people who work in slaughterhouses. Uh, they they are just um, uh, intermediary. You know, who causes it is you at the cash register mm -hmm. purchasing it. Yeah. You stop purchasing it, they stop killing. That's how it works. So the power is with you and with me. Yeah, because I think every person. Because money talks, right? Essentially, exactly. yeah. Customer demand is the king. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and and once you uh, start researching it, you can you can there's there's no de detriment to your joy of eating because uh, vegan burgers, you know, falafel. You have uh, vegan ice cream. You have vegan pizza. You have everything. Yeah. Right now, so there is no reason whatsoever to uh, support that industry. And one thing that is very important too is that 
you know, Amazon used to be our planetary lung mm -hmm. because they killed, uh, they, 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 they destroyed it so much yeah. for their cattle. They have 200 million cattle uh, right now in Brazil. So they destroyed it. They cut it out for, for pastures, for fodder. They destroyed wild animals. They destroyed native uh, tribes. Uh, right now, Amazon is emitting 1 billion ton of CO2 per year. It became a polluter. Mm -hmm. So do you think like maybe switching over to veganism would kind of reduce this? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and we, we have to do it right now because uh, we're getting hotter and hotter summers and um, uh, FAO predicts that the uh, meat consumption will double by 2050. Mm. So right now, in order to feed 70 billion animals, land animals that we kill every year, we have to designate 40 million square feet of land. We have to clear it of forest and native vegetation in order to grow fodder for them, to feed them. And if we double it, then we have to uh, uh, cut more forests. I know that Australia, I, I read Australia designated 3 million hectares of forest to be cut in the next 15 years mm -hmm. for animal agriculture. But this is this is a drop in the bucket. We need to cut way more because, uh, you know, every uh, country that is um, uh, increasing its affluence and, you know, they are they, they've been uh, feeding themselves mostly plant based diet like rice, yeah. legumes, because it's cheaper. Oh, yeah, it's cheaper. So the moment they become more affluent, they, they are, uh, you know, t tending towards a Western diet because, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's presented, it's, it's beautifully packaged. So that's, that those developing countries, they're bringing Western, Western food and now they, they are suffering from the same diseases that we are suffering. But we completely hijacked the topic to veganism. I don't care. I feel bad. No, I don't care. For your viewers. I don't. I don't care about that. Man. We even talk about anything. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. But do you think maybe that transition might be easier if, like, there are probably more meatless options available? Because that's what I feel like is kind of the biggest issue. Because when you go to some restaurants and they may not have like a large so true. vegan so true. menu. I, I cook everything at home mm -hmm. because even though those options are available, they're processed. Yeah. If you really want to have a good health and vitality, then you have to cook at home. This is like preparing medicine. Yeah. For me, you know, I, I know what I'm putting into my mouth and it's always fresh. And uh, I, I enjoy doing this because it's a perfect introvert uh, occupation. Cooking? <laughs> You're in the yeah. kitchen all by yourself. Yeah. And, you know, and it's easy to learn because you have recipes everywhere nowadays. Yeah, that's. Wow, I mean, yeah, that, that's a, that's the thing. Like, I wonder how we're gonna be viewed in like the next hundred years, because there's this big argument where like we've evolved eating meat, but then there's also the argument as well is that we're smart enough to know that we can create products and vitamins that we don't have to kill animals for our diet anymore. With this evolving mm -hmm. to eating yeah. meat, actually, um, you know that we also ate humans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because this 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 years ago, the mm. number one cause of death was starvation. Mm -hmm. And the average longevity was 20 years, yeah. right? So starvation, we didn't have fridges, we didn't have access to supermarkets. You, you had to <laughs> uh, 
find something to eat. Yeah. And if there was nothing, then you ate people or animals. So it's we, we evolved in the sense that to in order to survive, we have we have to go against our uh, our instinct. Because you don't have an instinct to bite into my hand, for example. Yeah. And through and through my muscle and take a piece of my muscle and, and consume it. It's just disgusting, right? Mm -hmm. Why is it disgusting? It wouldn't be disgusting to a lion. It wouldn't be disgusting to a hyena. Yeah. It wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So why is it disgusting to us? But you know, our whole educational system is geared towards us copying others and yeah. never asking within. The moment you start asking within, you'll get all the answers that are unpolluted, that are your own, and you come with your own conclusions, and and those are never wrong, never. Mm. Mm. Never wrong. Never wrong. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn, really? <laughs> really. Oh, wow. All right. Well, give me any problem of yours, and we can work on it. I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of anything <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> Is that the motorcycle thing in my knee? Yeah. <laughs> well, what about it? Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts right now. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I can barely bend it like my knee. Yeah. So like it's just, it was a struggle for me to like limp over here. And hypnosis is good for pain too, but mm -hmm. this this pain has a purpose. It slows you down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It uh, facilitates healing. Mm -hmm. So I won't be taking that pain away from you. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 because you would go crazy yeah. again and you know over over, over strain your oh, yeah right so True. you have to take it easy pain is a message from your body always now i want to talk about so you brought up some really good points was pain and relaxation because mm -hmm. do you think maybe we're like i was growing up or like i was kind of fed this lie where you got you like you no know, you got to keep working every day there's no seven days a week that uh, type of grind right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. says who says your boss, people yeah. on Instagram. Well, what do you say? Okay. <laughs> like I thought, like I, I got out of it. I'm like, fuck it. I don't give a shit anymore. You know, right. I want to do my own thing. But like growing up, especially in that university system where it was, especially entrepreneurship is a big one where it's um, seven days a week, you know, you work hard, kind of the whole Silicon Valley mind mm -hmm. or you want to get something off the ground, you got to put in a hundred hours a week, that type oh, of thing. Oh, do you enjoy it? Hmm? Do you enjoy it? Not anything I did in school, no. Right. Uh, this, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so yeah. could you do it uh, 100 hours per week? No, because I want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but could you do it more than overtime, just do, working on podcasts? Yeah. Developing podcasts, talking with people. Yeah, maybe like 50, maybe like 40 plus, maybe maybe 41, 42, but right. then there's a good portion where I want to step back and yes. kind of you know, do other stuff yeah. like jujitsu yeah. or yeah. not biking anymore because of my knee. But <laughs> not right now. Yeah, not right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, do you think we're kind of just... Because I don't know, man. Let's, like, your purpose... Like, when... I've been told that, like, this is what I've been taught. But we're, like, you know, your purpose is around your work, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's outside of that. Like, there's there's a bigger reason on this planet than to use purpose as work or work well, as purpose. We still have to work mm -hmm. to pay our bills. Yeah, Unless which you, is plan, you plan to live with your parents forever. Right? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So it's... So just... The next question is, so yes, you have to work to make a living, right? Mm -hmm. So what can you find that would be enjoyable for you? And transition yourself into it. And that, that would also provide value. Mm -hmm. So people would like to pay for it. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 And you will, fi and you will find it. See, mm -hmm. like I, I found 
my own stuff I found hypnosis there are people that are crippled by anxiety they can't get up uh, in the morning I had one client he had a uh, uh, phobia of heights okay severe mm-hmm. and uh, he, co- he couldn't even watch a movie with a uh, Stallone really Becker. yeah so uh, we had a session um, on zoom he's in France I'm in Canada and within 25 minutes that was gone mm. So I uh, first I asked him to jump on the table, which he would not be able to do it. He jumped on the table, <laughs> and then uh, I asked him to go uh, to a castle. Uh, there, there are castles in Normandy. You oh, know? okay. So he, he took that movie when he's uh, on the top of the castle, and he's just looking down at, at the crab at, and nothing. He's just just looking down. Oh. And then the next the next thing I, I hear that. Uh, He's taking um, paragliding classes. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and this is wonderful because as a boy, uh, he loved falcon falconry. Oh. He had his own falcon. No, really. And now he can actually go into the air and feel how the falcon feels. And this is this is just amazing. And so that's within twenty five minutes. This is within twenty five minutes because you know that that there is a program that was running there. And it's just like, uh, you know, like a, like a little child. If the child touches a hot uh, a stove, it only needs to touch once. And yeah. then it knows, sometimes twice or three times. It's the same with hypnosis. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know whether it will work after one time or two or three. You know, sometimes the brain is, <laughs> is a little bit persistent. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, it works. The more you are open, to suggestion, the better it works. And, and that works both ways. If you're open to suggestions, then people can uh, influence you in a, in a negative way. But if you're open to suggestions, you can suggest to yourself that you can do it, that you can do anything you want to do. So it's, it's just like, it's this polarity. It can work negatively for you or it, it, can, it can work in a positive way. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Polarity. Wow. I mean, so most of our thoughts kind of come from the subconscious, though, right? Like, I feel like that kind of makes up a lot of our yeah, daily well, emotions. Yeah, if you yeah. think about it, where, where do your so- uh, thoughts come from? Do you decide what comes through your, through your mind? I feel like those decisions are already made. Then Who you... made those decisions? I did, right? When? I don't know. Some time ago, right? <laughs> I have no idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they are unconscious. Mm-hmm. You're not deciding them uh, about them on the spot. What you're going to be thinking about, they just pop into your into your mind, right? Uh, yeah, but what, things like walking, though, or like you know, kind yeah. of like muscle memory, like does that? Yeah, but uh, everything is wired like this. Mm-hmm. Everything you know, before you started walking, you yeah. didn't know how to walk, mm-hmm. and so you had you had to have two things. One yeah. is courage, mm-hmm. confidence, as, as as a little child laying on the back and being surrounded by those giants you know you had to have an unshakable confidence that you can walk right yeah because otherwise you would not be trying mm-hmm. and then second you had to practice step by step you know rolling on the belly crawling yeah. pulling yourself up then walking with your parents then by yourself the whole process mm-hmm. and then once your mind learned how to do it it automated it and so now you don't think when you wake up in the morning, you don't think, okay, I have to put my left hand, left foot down. You, don't, you never think. It's yeah. automatic. And the same with driving. The first time you, you started, you learned how to drive. Oh, my God, you know, f- 
front, you know, mirror, left mirror, back mirror, you know, uh, then the music, you couldn't, you couldn't even listen to the music because it... It'd be it, too much, right? Yeah. It was yeah. And it, so you were working with your conscious mind mm -hmm. and working with that. But with time, you know, with time, it's, it's just your mind because your mind has this beautiful ability to automate everything. Mm -hmm. It's a master of automation and it automated it. So right now, you know, you go into the car, sometimes you drive and you, you don't even, you forget the, 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 the road. You, need, you, don't, you don't even remember how you got from point A to B because you were kind of in trance, you were listening to the music, you were not even, you know, you know consciously aware of what was going on. Mm -hmm. it, it became automatic. So the, those, there are good things that our brain automates, but it also automates those not so good things. Yeah. Like anxiety, depression, uh, you know, self-doubt, it automates it. So then you don't have to remember about it. It's just running, just like with driving and walking, talking is just running in your mind on a loop. So when you come to see me, we have to interrupt that loop and wire a new loop that it's empowering. If you have, I had a, just yesterday I had a client and um, she she's in England and she was um, showing she's breeding uh, horses right and she was showing a beautiful horse to to an owner um, and uh, she was to uh, to to do some jumps on yeah the horse. Mm -hmm. very nervous so so we went through this in her mind through this whole performance and she had no fear she mm. went through this you know for performance sport performance athletic performance any type of performance preparing your mind running through your mind your mind does not differentiate between imagined and real just like we saw with with the lemon you know if 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 you played lottery with your friend and your friend came to you and said hey we, we won 10 million dollars and you would just go crazy with this you you don't have a you you don't have a penny in your bank account you just imagine this and then would he would say oh i was just joking but your mind already reacted oh, yeah. as if that was the reality so your mind is always reacting mm -hmm. as if it is reality whether you believe that you know you are too insecure to ask someone for a date or you are too insecure to you know uh, go and uh, study something uh, or whatever reason, or you know, people, other habits, uh, sugar addiction, junk food, junk food, those are habits that can be changed because this is just loops that keep on running in your mind. So, to kind of change those, you have to really go deep into the mind, right? Yes, yeah. but uh, most important is you have to want that change 100%. If you say, so if you don't want it, then it's no, not, it's not going to work, right? It's never yeah. going to happen. Uh, if, if, if you're smoking, for example, and your doctor tells you you have to stop. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, um, you'll be out of that planet in six months. So you come to me and you say, I want, I want to stop smoking. And I say, uh, well, do you want it really? And he say, he says, you know, no. My doctor told me, but I enjoy smoking. So I say, I can't help you mm -hmm. because you know, I I can't force you against your will. Yeah. Your will has to uh, be on the same page. It can't be overridden. And when you are in a in, in hypnosis, you are not out, you're not asleep. You, I, I can even hypnotize you with your eyes open. And you are hypnotized with your eyes open when you, are when you are going to a store and you're buying a certain type of shoes 
because you saw them somewhere on the advertising. You don't even remember. You don't even remember when, how you're already hypnotized for that with your eyes wide open. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's marketing, huh? Hitler yeah. was a master hypnotist with his gestures. He hypnotized the entire nation of poets. Yeah. And, you know, uh, intelligent people. It's crazy. He hypnotized yeah. all of them. Politicians are master hypnotists. It's a it's an art of suggestion. If you if you are, you know, persuasive, persuasive and um, and you can suggest something and a person believes in this. Uh, then you are a hypnotist. Seems like it's a very powerful tool if you want to, if you want to, you know, get into positions of power. Very right? powerful, yeah. and you need to know how it works. So, how how hypnosis works is you spike the emotion and you give the suggestion. Ooh. You spike mm. the emotion and you give the suggestion. I can show you something. Yeah, sure. Okay, but I would need both of your hands available. Fuck I, it. I don't know. You don't have to talk. No, no, no. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want you to put your hands like this and look in between those hands. Clasp, clasp your hands like that. Pull, put them up like this, like in a desperate prayer. And stick both fingers up. And look in between those fingers, not at me, but uh, in between those fingers. And see those fingers moving together because in the moment they will touch like two magnets. And when they touch, you're going to close your eyes. That's right. Beautiful. Now you feel that hypnosis going down from your, from the top of your fingers down your hands, and you stick those hands together. Just put those hands together, the palms of your hands together. That's right. Keep them clasped, clasped like this. And now I'd like you to see yourself a year from now, doing what you want to do, what you love to do, and being who you want to be, and in whatever place you want to be, and see yourself surrounded by people you love and people that love you. you. See their faces, see them smiling, hear their voices, hear them laughing and feel that love from them to you. And as you feel that love from them, just imagine those hands stuck together, glued together, stuck together so tight as if they were stuck with a super glue, as if they were cemented, as if they were made from a one piece of marble. And the more you imagine them stuck, the more they become stuck. They are so stuck that even if you wanted to pull them apart, you would not be able to do so. So I'd like you to try and pull them apart and find yourself unable to do so. Pull those hands apart. That's right. The more you try, the more they stick. Try to pull them apart. You are a strong man, Joseph. Mm. How, how much how much strength you needed to put yeah in order to pull them apart and many people just are completely unable to pull them apart mm. what I've done I spiked the emotion I asked you to imagine the faces of people that you love yeah and then I gave you suggestion and this is how everything works this is how advertisement works you know in the advertisement you have beautiful people a family, loving family. Oh, you have this model. Yeah. You know? Oh, and it, it, it spikes that emotion within you, that emotion of desire. You know, you want to be like them. And then they, they show you the product. They spike the emotion. They give you suggestion. Everything in, in life works like this. Damn. Everything, you know? The, the moment you can, you can create a, 
that powerful emotion and whether it's a negative emotion or positive emotion you know a husband comes uh, home and you know he's tired he he's unpleasant uh, to um, to his wife or vice versa right and he tells her something you're good for nothing he spikes an emotion he gave her suggestion he believes him right now you believe your parents you know there was a plate of food on the table mm -hmm. and they told you to f polish it even though you didn't want yeah you were already full mm -hmm. but they said you know my i worked for this especially for you you know i put so much effort and then make you feel that if you don't finish that you're not a good boy yeah and this is going on month after month year after year and then you develop uh, issues with overeating and then you try a diet and diet is a surface level yeah you force yourself you try a diet you have the program wired inside of you that as a good boy you have to finish the plate you get you get a cookie for good behavior you don't get a dessert for bad behavior there is a celebration good time a holiday there is lots of food so the emotion is is mingled with a behavior and then you have a, a, a obesity epidemic you, we, we are spending two trillion dollars each year worldwide to fight the obesity related diseases and people are trying so hard they are trying diet after diet and then they failing because diet it does nothing to those underlying programs and then they they, they, they put themselves down even more because they blame themselves for being weak but they're not. Their brain is, is running as it should be running. It automated the behavior. And it's going to be running that behavior. And maybe they will try a diet. It will work for a month, maybe two, three, six, one year. And then they will go back. Because the program it's just like running you know, your computer mm -hmm. on the old software yeah. that was installed 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. and, and you're trying right now to put a, a new app. It's not compatible. If this there is a if there is a software running, you know that you you have to clean up your plate. You have to clean up your plate, and you put a new software. I want to be slim and energetic and healthy. It just doesn't fit with the underlying software, and we're trying to cram that new app to that old software. We have to change the software before we can install the app. This is when, when uh, uh, hypnosis comes handy. Yeah. All right. You know, it's, uh, it's been an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I know, right? Wow, that's way too long. <laughs> no, I don't care about that. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before I end off? Uh, the only thing I want to say to you. Oh, thanks. And to everybody. Yeah. You have a beautiful, powerful mind. And... If you gain understanding over the workings of your mind, you, you will gain control over it. Not through force, not through pushing, mm -hmm. but through understanding why, why is this happening. And lots of self-compassion. You, know, you, you, you know, the moment you start uh, um, beating yourself up and bullying yourself, you, you're lost. Because not, not, nothing good comes, comes out from this. So just know that you are so much more than you think that you are. And, and, and just try new things. 
and go and see me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. If you're struggling. Yeah. So your contact obviously will be yeah. in there below. Yeah, I have a website, We End Anxiety. Yeah. Uh, you can book a free 45-minute session with mm. me, a strategy session to find out if we can work together. Perfect. Alrighty. So it's good to have you on. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. All right. Alrighty, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you really gained some insight on life, give it some love. Like, comment, share, do what you can. Love you guys, and see you in the next episode. <laughs>